Very nice. Have a seat, please. It's my pleasure this morning to introduce to you someone who really doesn't need an introduction around here. She is the president of our board. She is a magnificent healer. She's becoming a fantastic medium. She's a friend to everyone who walks in the door. If you need something, see Janet. She'll help you with it. So now I give you Janet Lee Mitchell. Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to see y'all today. Thanks for coming out on this last Sunday of 2018, and it's cold. <laughs> so I appreciate that y'all came. So I just want to recap some of what spiritualism is based on today. Like many other religions, spiritualism has existed since the beginning of time. Great minds of the past ages have handed on its truths from year to year to year. And there have always been those in the physical whose minds have been opened to the inflow of light that is received when communicating with spirit and with the souls on a higher plane of expression in the spirit world. Modern spiritualism is so-called because of the revelations that were received through spirit communications on March 31st, 1848. This was the day on which the famed Fox sisters received messages from the spirit of an old tin peddler named Charles B. Rosna that electrified the world and brought abundant truth to us of the continuity of life. There is much to be learned about the Fox sisters. That could be a whole talk in itself, but we'll save that for another Sunday. Andrew Jackson Davis is also a pioneer of spiritualism, and he was also known as the Poughkeepsie Seer. He was born in Blooming Grove in Orange County, New York, on August 11, 1826 and he made his transition in Boston, Massachusetts on January 13, 1910. He foretold of the coming of modern spiritualism, and he, once spiritualism was established, he established the first lyceum, and that's what we call our Sunday school. Andrew Jackson Davis was acutely sensitive to spirit contact, and he became a prolific writer. The, the books that he did, some of them are very hard to read, <laughs> but they're very informative and, and really interesting. So, Andrew Jackson Davis left us many books explaining the laws governing psychic phenomena, the origin and growth of mankind, both organic and spiritual. While spiritualism is not bound by any dogma or creed, its belief embraces certain fundamental truths that are embodied by our nine principles. One of the objects of the spiritualist religion is to teach the fundamental facts that are embodied in our Declaration of Principles and def 
and the definitions of those, which we recite every every Sunday. We recite those definition of principles, and we hope that you listen and apply those to your everyday life. These do not make spiritualism a creed, as they are considered too broad to be considered as a creed. The nine principles that we, as the NSAC organization, adopted are not uniformly accepted by all spiritualists. But spiritualism worldwide is based upon the fundamental facts that are embodied in our principles. The NSAC, in, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, <laughs> is a progressive organization that always strives to educate and evaluate our beliefs. We encourage you to not just take what we say at face value, look into it, study it, be informed. That's why we have a convention every year. We hold it in the fall, usually the, the first week in October, but sometimes it varies a little bit. And why there are always so many amendments that are brought to the floor each convention year. Each and every member, and if you're a member of a NSAC church, you are a member of the NSAC. And you're all encouraged to evaluate our principles and offer up suggestions, write an amendment to update our principles. If you think something's not quite right, make a suggestion, write an amendment, have it changed, or at least present it. You may get shot down a lot of them too, but it's kind of an interesting process. So if you look into the origins of our principles, you can see that there have been many changes to them. We are always striving to grow and understand things to a greater depth. Other objects of the spiritualist movement are in part to teach science, philosophy, and the religion of spiritualism, to present lectures about mankind's spiritual and material welfare, to promote and to encourage mankind in their efforts to know and understand God in the dictates of our own conscience, to reveal new truths to mankind that cause them to revitalize and to know that the ultimate has never been reached, to develop mediums or psychics who are able through their own instrumentality to communicate with those who have made the change called death, thereby enlarging mankind's viewpoint in regards to infinite intelligence, that which we call God, and the universe, teaching us new truths regarding the operation of nature's laws. Mankind seems to always have had a respect for the underlying controls of the universe. The idea that is and always, there always has been a control, a power, a force that seems to regulate how things work. Our finite minds may have a difficult time comprehending the invisible controlling force. But as we grow, we continue to seek an understanding of that power We, in our evolutionary progress, 
also recognize that there is an infinite wholeness and that none of us can be separate from the center of this source of power. This thought has been expressed by John, I think it's Don, 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 in No Man is an Island. In essence, he establishes the thought that no man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. Natural law affects everything in creation. Nothing stands alone or separate from others. As no man is an island, no man nor anything ever created is free from the influence of natural law. Natural law is that law which is a power or a source that has set in motion to govern, govern all that has been created or is in existence now. It is immutable. It is unchangeable. As we know of, no instance where the source, infinite intelligence, God, has set aside that law no matter how many human appeals we have asked for. The law has never been suspended for any reason. Our principle number six, we affirm the moral responsibility. Did I get that? I think I did that wrong. We affirm the moral responsibility of individuals and that we make our own happiness or unhappiness as we obey or disobey nature's physical and spiritual laws relates directly to this. A true understanding and application of natural law will bring about results far greater than we could ever imagine. We can't begin to imagine the changes that will affect, come about in our lives. Conversely, the lack of proper action of natural law will bring about discord and distress around us. Hence all the drama queens in our lives. I know I have a lot of them. They seem to be coming out of the woodwork lady, lately. <laughs> Since our happiness or unhappiness is brought about through the correct action within these laws, it would make sense that we learn and use natural law for our own advantage. It has been said that we cannot really disobey these laws. We can only make a futile attempt to go against them or not adhere to them. Or as many do, we can just ignore these laws and live with the consequences of our actions. So here we are in the last weekend of 2018. How have you done this year? Have you learned any natural laws? Are you living by natural laws and reaping the benefits of the amazing things that this can bring to you? Or by learning the hard way? Some of us choose to learn the hard way. And we suffer distress when we see our children and grandchildren learning the hard way. If they'd only listen. 
it would be so much better for him. Have you listened to what spirit is trying to tell you? The more you listen and let them know that you hear them and understand them, the more you will be given, and that is real progress. Now, I know that so many of our talks, we talk about meditation and how it's so beneficial and so crucial, and you'll really reap benefits from it. And in our Thursday night development class, the last one I got to attend, Javi's homework for us was to try and meditate at least three times a week and to keep a little journal or keep a running log of what happened and how our day went if we meditated and how our day went if we didn't and I and I guilty as everyone else I'm busy I have lots of things going on and I don't always make time to meditate every day. But since it was our homework and I felt duty bound, <laughs> I did. And I noticed that on days when I meditated, I felt happier all day. Things seemed to go smoother. Things just fell in place. It really made a difference in my outlook. I felt healthier just a better sense of well-being. So I encourage you to take that five minutes. If that's all you've got is five minutes, meditate for five minutes. Just sit quietly for five minutes. Try it and, and keep a journal. Pay attention to what happens after that. It, it's been a month, about a month since that and I have had more experiences lately that I never experienced. I've had, I'm not, we used, we used to have a, a member that always smelled things. And I've been smelling things, you know, different pipe tobacco that, that wasn't the pipe tobacco that my, my father smoked. I, and I don't know who this was coming forward. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, I've heard voices talking to me, calling my name. So it's really been very beneficial. I'm, I'm really thrilled with everything that's happened. So. so as we enter this new year of 2019, let's all strive to learn a few more of nature's laws, to live in harmony with those laws, and see where they take us. Meditate just that five minutes a day. It could be a wonderful experience. And I just wanted to let you know that um, my talk today, oh, that was another one, one more little thing. I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And I, we're, we're under construction. I mean, I have a huge hole in where my bathtub should be. <laughs> but, and, Where was I going? And anyway, I, I've been asking for spirit's guidance. And last night I woke up, you know, in a panic because I'm thinking, well, the vanity's got some orange in it and the walls of the shower are blue and maybe the floor tile is too yellow and nothing's going to go together. 
And I just kept hearing Spirit say, it's going to be all right. So that is my mantra now. It's just going to be okay. It's going to be all right. So take the time. And I stopped for a little bit before I did this, and I meditated. And I asked Spirit to give me something. Tell me what to make my talk on. There's, there's going to be somebody here today that needs to hear something. And I want you to tell me what it is so I can have it in my talk. So I hope that somebody here has found something, some little nugget of truth that makes their day easier and their week go by better. So thank you for listening to me. Um, my talk, I've been natural law, prophets, seers, and religion, and the river of life. These are the what I based my talk on today. And if you're interested in looking at... And any of those, thank you. Thank you.